Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. All right, into the 1 o'clock hour here on Cody and Gold. We'll get to the 610 snitch line here in about 12 minutes or so. 913-586-7610. I feel like... With the random question of the day that we had about one nicely. place, I, I think it fits right in. Worst place snitch line. Yeah, I think that definitely is happening. Look, Nick just took video evidence of somebody doing something in the workplace yesterday. So I mean, that's that was just an outright. Let's charge about that. Outright snitch. I will. You're right. Let, let's go ahead and get Charge's feelings on this. Paul Charchian of GuillotineLeagues.com. He joins us thanks to Twin Peaks Eats, Drink, Scenic Views. Real quick, Charge. Uh, Nick Schwert tweeted out a video of a co-worker at another station in our building yesterday clipping his fingernails at his desk at work. Uh. <laughs> yeah, okay, exa- exactly. Well, yeah, I, you, I, you can't do that. I, 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 one time I was at a uh, – do you guys have Perkins in, uh, in Kansas City? We do. Yeah. Yeah. I was at a Perkins, and the person in the booth next to me was clipping their finger uh. and toenails. <laughs> oh, no, no, In no. the booth. And I'm like, you can't do that. I guess, but, you know, but then there's a logical side of me that says, okay, do I care if Cody's fingernails are touching the table? No. I mean, they're attached to you. Why are they instantly so gross when they're off of you? But it is. It's off-putting. The whole thing's so gross. You can't. It's not like it's a private thing. You don't have to do it in shame. But you don't do it like public where what somebody's going to run into your nails. One right? of the other guys here who said he also clips his nails Ugh. at work after we had exposed someone for doing it said he didn't have time. I'm like, time? This is a <laughs> 67 at home activity. God, you what could are you do doing this literally any time. I don't, I don't even understand what that means. When I clip my nails, it's about 60. Now, I don't use the file. I mean, maybe it's a no. file. No, 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 no. Maybe it's yeah. applying a varnish or a, a waxing, a buffing, something like that. No. Uh, cuticles? Is that yeah. the... I don't. But what about this? Okay, what's what's worse? Somebody who clips their nails at their desk. What if you're a nail chewer? What if you're just somebody who like bites their nails at their desk? That doesn't seem as off-putting. Cause we're it's used not. To it. Yeah, it's, it's the same thing though. Yeah, Carrington chews on pins all the time in here, and we're not huge wait, wait, fans pin? of it. But he leaves discarded yeah, chewed-up pins. Th- there will be a pile charge of. Ten or fifteen pens, sometimes chewed up. Yeah, I don't even understand that. First of all, they've been the pens have been in the hands of a million people, <laughs> and you got to you got to put not only their germs, but the taste of the pen can't be good. 
all the hands and everything else that's on that. <laughs> oh, I don't man. I don't even I can't even fathom what, why anybody would do that. I will say before but, we before charge we get into this weekend, we know uh we, we were in your your media guillotine league as well. We also our listeners are loving the, the Cody and Gold Guillotine League. Cody yes. had a tough out though in the media league on on Monday night football involving the Bucks there with Chris Godwin. It looked like for three quarters you were toast anyway and then you had some late yes. hope. Cody, do you want to tell the story or should I? Well, so I only I needed 16 points out of Chris Godwin. Had he yep. caught that touchdown at the end, I win. But it's doubled down by the issue that is Kenneth Walker and Jalen Waddle only played two combined quarters. Or yep. I would have never even needed Chris Godwin. Correct. Charge, Correct. I would argue that I had the best team at that stage of your guillotine league. And oh, then I lost. Oh, here we and go. And it hurts. Like it was, it does hurt. Look, the guillotine league loss is is unlike any other. Your season's over, and you're walking away from a team that's certifiably awesome. I mean, in your case, Cody, you had to leave behind a team that had Josh Allen, Dalvin Cook, Kenneth Walker, Jalen Waddle, Chris Godwin, DK Metcalf, Justin Jefferson, and Travis Kelsey. I mean, that's a team that easily could have won the whole thing. Walker goes belly up. And then Waddle gets knocked out of the game, then comes back in. He's just a decoy the rest of the game. That's some seriously bad luck, but you were still in it because you had such big games from the rest of your players. And then you just needed Godwin Godwin to do get you half of the points he had gotten the week before. He was a 30-point player the week before. And you had it on the what third to last play of the game. He scored the <laughs> touchdown. And for... Two glorious seconds. <laughs> a brief moment. You were alive until the penalty. We're talking to Paul Charchian of guillotineleaks.com. Let's start with tonight, okay? It's the Rams. It's the Raiders. Maybe Ugh. Baker Mayfield is starting. Maybe it's yes. Walford again. Fantasy-wise, Josh Jacobs, though, has been incredible. He's the, he's the top back yardage-wise here in the National Football League. Raiders are giving Josh Jacobs the 2014 DeMarco Murray treatment. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Uh, I mean, I remember DeMarco Murray mattering from a fantasy perspective, but I don't remember anything outside of that. 2014, he's in the last year of his deal with the Cowboys, and the Cowboys uh, very yeah. clearly had decided they were not going to re-sign him. They were going to grind him up, and they gave him 392 rushes <laughs> that year. Here we are with Josh Jacobs. He's getting the similar treatment. He's averaging 28 carries a game over the last three 28 and they i you know they're doing the same thing they're just grinding them up to let and then let somebody else go get the washed up remains of his career this is he's going to face a rams defense run defense that had been very good this year but no aaron donald and last week they didn't have aaron donald but they were going up against Kenneth Walker, who got knocked out of the game instantly, and then DJ Dallas got a high ankle sprain. So I think this Rams defense, run defense, is not going to be nearly as good. We're going to have a nice game from uh, Josh Jacobs. By the way, the over-under is only 88 and a half yards. He's averaging 161 yards over the last three games. What do you do about the opposite side? I think if you own Cam Akers at this point, you are probably the fifth team to give him a chance, but now maybe he has fantasy relevance? He's the only thing left standing, right? I mean, you know, it at the beginning of the year we were like, you can take any Ram you want, but don't take Cam Akers. Now that's about if you if you told me the Rams are going to find their way to one touchdown, I would guess it's going to be Cam Akers. He scored twice last week. That passing offense effectively dead. We don't know who's going to be the starting quarterback. Didn't we? By the way, as a quick side note, Alex and Cody, 
isn't quarterback supposed to be the hard, like the hardest position to pick up in all of sports? Yeah. The most complicated, the most timing, the playbook knowledge, everything else. How is it that Baker Mayfield is even a candidate for this when he gets picked up on waivers on Tuesday? Well, they got a view of Bryce Perkins, and they decided they'd like to do anything but that. <laughs> I watched him in that Chiefs game. I, I kind of don't blame him. I know. Not that Bryce Perkins was great, but I think I'd rather just get, throw Perkins out there and let him run half of the game. I don't know. This To me, this is I, this whole thing's awful. And if I, if I had to pick one player to start, I guess it would be Cam Akers from the Rams, but I don't want any of them. What do you do about the running back position when it comes to Christian McCaffrey? You're talking about backup quarterbacks, so we might as well talk about the 49ers. McCaffrey is remarkably consistent that if he plays an entire football game, he's good for 100 yards and a touchdown. But is yeah. he with Purdy? Like, is he so, in this system, or is he just like, well, I guess we're doing it because Tampa's not a good matchup either. It's not a good matchup. And if you're the Bucks, Cody, don't you just sell out to stop Christian McCaffrey and make Brock Purdy beat you? Yes. I mean, that's what I would do. Now, granted, that's what every defense did against Christian McCaffrey in his entire career in Carolina, too, right? But Tampa Bay is very well suited to do it. Now, Tampa's run defense in, in September and October was mediocre. But, man, they've gone right back to being where they were over the past several seasons. They are very good now. In the last five weeks, only Nick Chubb has topped even 65 yards. They put Alvin Kamara on 26 yards on Monday. They put Kenneth Walker a couple of weeks before that on 17 yards. That's it. So this is a very good defense, and I can't, Tampa's very well suited to stop McCaffrey. By the way, they're great through the air, too. Tampa Bay ranks third in running back receptions, first in receiving yards allowed to running backs. They're elite there, too. So McCaffrey's great, and obviously you got to start him anyway, and he's inside my top ten at running back. But there's there's more downside here than I think people appreciate. If somebody's desperate and we, we look at the backup quarterbacks that are playing uh, this week are the new coming quarterbacks and I guess in a week or so we'll see Desmond Ritter this weekend it's Brock Purdy again and it's Tyler Huntley with the Baltimore Ravens I mean is this is there an opportunity at all though see I think there is I think Tyler Huntley is going to be fascinating so <clears throat> let me make my case for Tyler Huntley <laughs> and why I think you sh everybody should pay attention to this I realize most people don't know Tyler Huntley, don't know much about him. He started a bunch of games last week, last year, uh, like two, and then he played parts of a, a couple other long, uh, long stretches of games. Looked pretty good. On his career, he's a 68% completion passer, including last week, coming in cold off the bench, he completed 30 of 35 passes. Tyler Huntley is a quality backup quarterback, and maybe more than that, so what's going to be fascinating to watch, a little more broadly than just this week, he's going to start a couple of games for Baltimore. What if this team's reasonably good with him? And they roll into the offseason. Lamar Jackson insists on being the highest-paid quarterback. Tyler Huntley's on his rookie deal. The delta between them might not be you know, a $200 million contract. I think this thing could play out in a way that people don't appreciate right now if Tyler Huntley plays reasonably well here or even pretty well. I think I think this whole thing with Lamar Jackson takes a whole different spin this offseason if Tyler wow. Huntley plays well, and he might against the Steelers. Charge, I do want to ask you about one more thing before we let you go, this time on a gambling end, oh, seeing okay, how good. I know you're a Vikings fan and you are very anti-Vikings fraud alert, which seems to be the case. They're <laughs> underdogs. They are underdogs. the Lions, Charge. The rightfully Vegas so. hates the Vikings, rightfully so. 
Yes, rightfully so. I just, you know, listen, I, I know it's, it's weird. Your 10 and 2 Vikings are underdogs against the Lions, but the Lions have played really well over their last five games. They've won four of them. They've been very improved in almost every facet of their, of their game, including against the run over that five game hot streak. They're giving up 3.7 yards per carry. This offense has been inconsistent without their starting left tackle, Christian Derrissaw. Dalvin Cook averaging three yards per carry. Kirk Cousins is getting destroyed in the pocket, taking huge, huge hits. And the Lions come in hot. Amon Ross St. Brown is, looks like one of the ten best wide receivers in football. Jared Goff's playing as well as at any point in his career. This is a this is a tricky, tricky spot for Minnesota. And honestly, I think the line, which has been somewhere between, you know, Lions by one and a half and two and a half, mm-hmm. I think that line's fair and might actually be a value for the Lions still. Paul Charchian. I was shocked wow. to hear that. That is that is pretty crazy. That's a, I like it. This is not a dominating Viking team. Do you guys see this stat uh, that came across social media in the past couple of days? If you flipped every team's one score outcomes, the Vikings would be the have the worst. <laughs> it would have the worst win loss record in football at one win. Yeah, it's wild. They uh, they continue to find ways to win, but everybody still kind of looks at them as fraudulent, frankly. Uh, yes. But at some point, if we get you know. At some point, if they're in the playoffs and they they win, like at some point, it won't matter anymore. Like 15, like just 14 games, to, yeah. Honestly, I think that's that games. narrative is so entrenched right now. I think the Vikings would have to go to the Super Bowl to beat really? the narrative. To beat the narrative wow. that they that they aren't frauds. Wow. Hey, we'll be keeping an eye on that over the next couple of weeks and heading into the postseason. Paul Charchian of GatineLeagues.com. Always good to talk to Charge. Great insight as always. Thanks to Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. I have beef. Oh. With okay. Charge. Whoa. Oh. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we're just going to let it slide that he said there's not a gulf between Lamar Jackson and Tyler Huntley on a day where we were discussing the best quarterbacks in the NFL. <laughs> and you had Lamar Jackson as the third best quarterback You had him in the as the fifth best. And I had him as the eighth. So, okay. Well, at the very least, unanimous. Top eight quarterback in the NFL. And the Ravens are just going to be like, no, but Tyler Huntley, though. Because he's got three passing touchdowns in his NFL career. They're weird. They really feel like they're trying to Here's, talk themselves out of Lamar they, no, Jackson, are they though, right? Tanking is my question. No. Are they actively trying Look, I also to think lose Lamar, games? I also think Lamar will play again in the next two weeks. I don't think he's sitting out the rest of the regular season. Now, to your point, Nick, last year when Lamar got hurt as well, right? We we saw kind of the stretch of games for Tyler Huntley, and I don't think did they win? Did they win one of those one games? And three. One and one. three. Yeah, they won one of them. So I understand what you're saying. I think from a fantasy perspective, I could still see Tyler Huntley put up some Okay, points, yeah, so. from a fantasy that's perspective, what, that's, what, sure. that's what charged I me. Mean, no, that's what charged. he was talking about the Ravens moving on from Lamar Jackson because of his contract He's talking about demands. being a free agent in the yeah. offseason. I mean, last year on this if show, do, by the way, last year on this show, we, we, we had a conversation. Someone was saying, uh, who, it was an, we played audio of it from some random show or podcast. We played audio and a guy was trying to make the case for they should give Huntley three for 60 or something. Yes. Oh, right. yeah. Remember that? Yeah, you guys remember? Yeah, yeah. There, that was like a real thing. I do remember that. <laughs> Three for like you know, it's one thing to say you want to move on from Lamar, but also you don't need to give Huntley three for sixty. Like, yeah, that was the other part uh, they didn't make. Any that sense. was so dumb. And by the way, if the Ravens for any reason, I don't care what his demands are, if they let him walk, they I will forever <laughs> think of them as a poverty franchise. Wow, the Ravens—they've been the opposite of care. that. I don't care. <laughs> you have a generational uh, talent at quarterback. Do the right. Do the thing you need to do, which is pay him a bunch of money. The the Cardinals paid Kyler Dan Murray. Okay, and they shouldn't have done that. 
But Lamar Jackson <laughs> the Raiders is have so, paid Derek Carr so, twice. Is so miles he's beyond won an MVP. Like I just like he's a good pocket passer. He can he can sit back and dice you up with his arm. He just doesn't have any weapons to do it with. I'm getting mad at the Ravens now. 913-586-7610. Uh, Casey Kurt says he'll tune in the betting show tonight to hear about the Vikings Lions line. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate that tonight. I, every Thursday, man. Uh-huh. Seven, eight o'clock tonight. Just, just alone. Like, if you took every other stat out of it, and I just told you that Lamar Jackson was 45 and 16 as a starter. You're like, yeah, that seems pretty good. All right, let's get to the snitch line. The number you have reached. You've called the snitch line. And if I have to tell you again, we're going to take it outside and I'm going to show you what it's like. 913-662-1270. Leave him alone! Please leave your message for Thursdays at 115 on Cody and Gold. And if you think I'm kidding, just try me. Try me. So we're good? All right, it's been a little bit since we did a snitch line last week. We couldn't do it with the text line being down. So now is your chance. As we're heading close to the uh, the holidays, you're going to have some family in town maybe. We've maybe something happened over Thanksgiving that you'd like we to get off your chest now. Or as we were discussing during the random question of the day, something you've seen around the workplace. Some of you admitted uh, or at least told your stories about how you think you should have been fired or how you were fired based off of uh, leaving medical equipment in your van that cost $20,000. Maybe there's something if they had found out you would have been fired. Mm. Do you think about that, Cole? You've never gotten in trouble, but no. it's a snitch line opportunity. Is there anything you think you've ever done in an office place that if they had found out... You I'm, would have been fired. I work in raid. I don't work in a normal workplace. You ever we steal work, anything? We no, we work. Break some rules? What? Okay, on a legit question. What? What am I going to steal this monitor? <laughs> that's from 1995. Like what? What am oh, I? So now you're taking shots at the equipment? <laughs> what I mean? What? What am I going? What am I going to steal from the radio station? Um, there's probably some stuff downstairs, like in the prize area. That's locked. That's not all locked. You could access. Uh, there's like signed guitars down there. They're just like sitting in the open. Yeah, but I have no interest in that. You could just take one. I have no interest in that. I don't even know who signed them. <laughs> but well, someone like someone worth signing them. Sure? I don't know. I don't know. It's, anybody can sign a guitar. <laughs> you think you're just like Nick signed one of the guitars down there? If we and this is an anti-theft policy to see if anyone will steal it. If you had a guitar at your uh, in your basement and that you just had it signed, I would assume it was from someone famous. I wouldn't ask questions. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You could go downstairs. I would just so assume it could have been time from anybody. Either way, to answer your question, no. Answer your question, no. You're a real goody goody two shoes, aren't you? Just never get in any kind of trouble. Is it goody because I won't steal something? That makes me a Wait, goody two shoes. The question: like, Have you stole or will you steal? Well, we initially was have, and then I said no, <laughs> and, then and, then said, go, and then he goes. But and I, I was encouraging him by telling. And he, he was could. saying, I was saying at this work, like we work in a radio station. He said, like, "What would I even steal?" I said, "There's lots of things to steal." And I said, "Not really." I think Cody's. What, I don't, I don't me, like what's happening to you. This right sounds now. like this sounds <laughs> like <laughs> trend. I think you've asked this one like three times. This isn't a random question. This is the snitch line. I know you're just repurposing. You know, someone says snitching on themselves. They ghostwrite for Cody Tap. All those hits are his. That's not true. Wow, it's not really? true. No one's ghostwriting. I, mean, I think there's some truth to this because it has been since June that Cody I don't has know you done a song every day. It's been since June though. This is quite this is quite the so, gap. This is actually this has actually come up recently. Uh, Lil Wayne mm. did a Q&A. Did you guys see this? No, no, he no. He did a I'm Q&A last week and there was a female fan in the audience who starts like rapping his lyrics and everybody in the crowd's like kind of like, "Ooh, you know, cheering and stuff." And Lil Wayne stops and he says, I don't know what that is, but you're killing it. And he's like, and she's like, you don't know what that is? The, the moderator's like, you don't know what that is? And he goes, and I never heard that in my life. It was his song. Wow. So he was like, oh, he doesn't even know his own music because he didn't write it. And that's what Cody is. That's not true. You've never tested me in that arena. 
If you randomly gave fine, lyrics then, to any of my okay, songs, then fine. Okay, then fine. I would know them. Okay, Cody. Sing uh, the suckiest a cappella right now. <laughs> Don't, I've tried to erase that one from my memory. Oh, uh, I bet you have. <laughs> That's one you won't claim. That's uh, one I, if I were you, I would actually claim Ghost Rider on that one. <laughs> Somebody else wrote it. And performed it. What about it what about the what about father, what about Daddy's Day song? Uh, well, I mean, it's at least at one point I say uh, Nick's a show baddie. I know for sure that. Oh. You know, one of the greatest things Happy that came Daddy from the great Day. the great Happy Daddy Day. The great 2022 audio purge at Odyssey was the erasure <laughs> of. All of your songs. Oh, this is a good one from the snitch line. 913-586-7610. Someone says they work for a construction company or they worked for a construction company when they were 16. They were told to demo a bathroom. Demo the wrong bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) Cost the company $45,000. Definitely was fired. Yeah, I would would say so. Could you imagine, Cody, if you had someone working on your house and like, demo yeah, the, the up- wrong need room? An upstairs, uh, demo the downstairs bathroom. They they demo the upstairs master bath. And you're like, yeah, that was not the one you were supposed to completely demo out. <laughs> I like the text line. Wow, Nick, you're really going to try to push that narrative? Lil Wayne literally oh. freestyles every song. He doesn't write them down yeah. to say he doesn't write anything. Yeah, wow. I, yeah, I saw that 60 Minutes interview from 2009 as well. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was a joke, you know. You know. Someone says they work for a delivery company. They found slash took home a package that had over a pound of weed. Wait, someone's not looking for that? That is a lot of weed. A pound. How long would it take you, Nick, to go through a pound? A week? Week and a half? Oh, forever. It would take me <laughs> years. He says forever. Years. Get, get a little crunchy forever. by the end of that by the end of that brick. Nick would just be having a big party for weeks and weeks and weeks. <laughs> just like cut open in the middle in the middle of the table. Yeah. Go nuts, guys. I would have a party for weeks and weeks. Like I would just not show up to work. It's like, sorry guys, still trying to finish my pound of weed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That would take a long time. You love weed, Cody. It's going to take a long time. I think out of the three of us, I've done the least amount of weed. If, well, yeah, uh, you've done the judging most. by the way that you've said it, that you've done the least amount of weed. Between the three of us, I, well, don't know I know that he's never smoked it. I know that he's when only was the last time you did weed, Gold. Uh, I, I did. I had gummies at the Ozarks in June. That was that last time. Such a, by the way, that is such a old person way to say it. Like narc, undercover cop, Cody, <laughs> over here. Hey, do you guys want to do some weed later today? Cody no, would I'm like to. Cody would like to order one weed, please. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically what he just said. I just knew that Gold had never smoked it, so I felt like I couldn't say smoke. Ingested. You've ingested the most. Okay, so again, you went like medical terms. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh, someone says from the eight one six Bob Fesco bumps cigarettes off of pedestrians. That must be. I believe that. Going back to accusing that seems Nick like of, something he would do. You think? Yeah. How about Fesco with the Bronco on Broncos week? He should be allowed to be driving oh, that this wow. week. He's got the, he loves his Bronco. It's Broncos week, though. Put a, put a Broncos bumper stick on it tomorrow. Yeah, keep that Nick. jalopy at home, you know? I think he shouldn't be allowed to be driving that around KC this week or in a couple weeks when they... Well, should we taking like an Uber to work or I just what? Have his, yeah. leave, that, leave that other car at home. Leave it at home. Impound it. Impound <laughs> it? Nick, you visit Denver every other week. So? I don't support the Broncos. Will you, you or will you, you go not? to Denver more than anybody else? Well, in fairness, he won't be in Denver during Denver. I've week, never which is really I've never, all we're asking for. I've that. never went to a Broncos game. I've never spent the money. 
spent our money. <laughs> You're the weirdo. I just learned. No, I just I've learned never spent English. The money. I just learned English. You know. <laughs> I spent a money. No, I've never spent <laughs> any money on Broncos tickets. Have gear. you ever been in Denver at which the time the Chiefs were playing in Denver? Because that's no. essentially what we're talking about with the Broncos. No, I don't think I have. Hmm. Okay. That's but, what we're trying to do. But avoid. if I did. I just have this image of Nick who, who talks about going on airplanes and how he doesn't want people to wear shorts. I have this image that Nick, the minute he gets off the airplane in Denver, he goes to the airplane bathroom and he changes into all Denver gear and just becomes Mr. Denver and we just no, dude, I haven't I think seen any wearing like a foam I'll be honest with you. So, you know, one of the things I, 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 the reasons I believe that the Broncos for a lot of Chiefs fans are the team that you'll always hate the most is because of their colors. What I feel mean? like it's just so. I'll see the Raiders for, will always be at the top for me. Yeah, but black and silver, that. but black and silver in general, like in life, is <laughs> is it's non-offensive. It's just black and silver. You know, it goes together well. You've you got think blue and orange, orange is a- and blue, like dark blue and bright orange. It's the worst color combination in the league, man. There's a couple high schools in the area, I think, that have that Yeah, but like the team. Chicago Bears, there's something about it. You're picking on Gold's team, Boise. The Chicago Boise Bears State. looks okay. Boise State. Again, yeah. different hues. It's the same way you look at the Chiefs and Iowa State. I see the Chiefs uniforms. I'm like, wow, those are crisp. Those are clean. I see Iowa State's uniform. I see ketchup and mustard. Yeah, much different. Theirs is more of a tr- yeah. It's much- the Chiefs will try to claim there's more of a gold color. It, it and, is and, yeah, though. Yeah. The Chiefs, uh, Iowa State's like both- spicy mustard. Yeah, no, theirs theirs looks far more like that. I get I get what you're saying a little bit. Thanks, man. No problem, Nick. Someone says uh, babysitting their nephew. He's obsessed with Burger King chicken sandwiches. Ah. Uh. Those things are disappearing. What? Oh, the Burger Kings are. I thought you meant the sandwiches. I'm like, there's a shortage. Those things are disappearing. I can't find a freaking Burger King. I'm gonna have to get a different chicken sandwich. Hope he doesn't realize. He's gonna realize, man. I don't know yeah. if I don't know if you've dealt with like little kids at all ever. They Just know if you give a, them like an off-brand kind him, of yogurt. Give him a Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich, all right? Upgrade him a little bit. Give That's little, not what he wants. Kids don't want an upgrade. That's not yeah, what they're looking for. He doesn't know what he doesn't know. Get him a nice Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich instead. If you think that a kid's like, you know what? I don't know what this food is. I'd love to try it. You have not been around kids very much. They won't do any of that. You're just going to have to drive to a Burger King. There's no choice. 913-586-7610. So this is the first time they went to a dispensary in Colorado. They, he said, I would like to purchase your finest marijuana cigarette. The joke was lost on them. They would not sell me anything. <laughs> <laughs> That's the snitch line here on Cody and Gold. Up next, we'll get to what's trending. And one thing Cody says the Chiefs should be very disappointed in if it happens next. You're listening to Cody and Gold, brought to you by Gan Asphalt and Concrete. For asphalt, concrete, and parking lot maintenance, Gan Asphalt and Concrete. One contractor, all things parking lot. Trusted in Kansas City since 1994. Online at gannasphalt.com. Don't miss Alex's That Betting Show every Thursday night at 7 o'clock. Right here on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. What's trending? All right, let's check in on the hot topics. Trending, trending, trending. Number one on what's trending, a little update on the entry front for the Kansas City Chiefs. Everybody is expected to practice today. That includes Kadarius Toney, who was limited in practice yesterday. That was his first practice back. A new injury did come up on the practice report, though. That has to do with Nick Bolton dealing with a groin injury. He was also limited, but again, expected to practice today. So some pro- uh, some good progress on the injury front continuing for the Kansas City Chiefs heading into their game on Sunday against the Denver Broncos. Good to see Tony out there for the second straight day. I still don't think that there's a high probability he would play this Sunday. I think Pete Sweeney was saying something similar to that. So I wouldn't get your hopes up. He's going to play on the game on Sunday. He's getting back on the practice field certainly means he's heading in the right direction. Next up on Watch Training, the Falcons have finally made a switch at quarterback. 
This weekend, they will start their rookie quarterback, Desmond Ritter, in place of Marcus Mariota. Marcus Mariota has not been a laughing stock this year, right? They've been competitive. They've hung around. Hell, if, if uh, you know, Bucks had lost that game, they would have had a chance, an even better chance at winning the division. But they're just kind of stuck in neutral. They're going to have a high draft pick this upcoming year, most likely. There's a lot of quarterbacks people think could go in the first round in this upcoming draft versus last year's. I think they're just trying to do this. Like, Marcus Mariota hasn't been so bad. He deserves an instant benching. But I get why they're trying to see what else is on the table for them. Well, so, and they're on a bye week, right? So it's that time to, if you're going to do it, do it during the bye. You get yourself an extra week to try to prep them up, get them good to go. Mariota's fine. He probably will be end up one of the better backup choices in the NFL again. Like, if you, you can have a lot worse than him backing up your quarterback situation, but... It's just not, there, he's not a long-term starter. Hadn't there always been like some like speculation of if Chad Henney were to retire, that perhaps he could be a good backup for Mahomes yeah. in Kansas City? And I think be fine. That would be with that kind of a starting experience. That's I don't what think you're he's going to get. We just talked about like Jimmy G or Baker, or K, like any of the guys who might be available to be a starter for your team next year. I don't think Marcus Mariota is going to start and get next year. I don't either. I just with the amount of injuries though and different starters this year, it makes you like we know Chad Henney was able to come in in the playoffs and help the Chiefs beat the Browns and seal the deal and all that, but. It does make you wonder, like, even if you have a guy like Mahomes to your start, sorry, I, I wouldn't hate spending some money on, on a little on a, on a backup quarterback because you don't want to just completely end your season. You know, if you're if your starting quarterback went down, if you're Buffalo or Kansas City or Cincinnati, like you're you're effed. Yeah, and I get it. That's just reality a lot of times of how the sport works. But also, but wouldn't you rather have Mariota than even like yeah, you say, yeah. or whatever? No, like, just, exactly. Having a really solid backup quarterback feels like it'd be a nice thing. Next up on what's trending, we know uh, the Stanford. Uh, football program fired or parted ways with, I should say, David Shaw. He resigned officially. They gave him that courtesy considering yeah, what he's been did. able to, to do with that program. But they have an opening. Former Cowboys head coach Jason Garrett reportedly a finalist for the Stanford football gig, according to The Athletic. Sat out a year. He's been doing the Sunday Night Football the broadcast. TV gig? Yeah, yeah. Uh, look, I, I think that's interesting. The, Greg Roman also, the OC for the Ravens, has been in the mix for the Stanford job. I think Nick pointed out earlier, like where the expectations are somewhat reasonable out there at Stanford, that you could maybe fit perfectly there if you're Jason Garrett and always expecting you to go win a national championship uh, within your first three years and, and therefore have to, to do that or get fired. If you can get Stanford back to consistently go into bowl games and maybe occasionally you're back in the mix as being a team that can get to a Pac-12 title game, everybody would be very happy considering the circumstances that you have to deal with in recruiting there at Stanford. Lastly, on what's trending, a 14-month-long congressional inquiry into the Washington franchise has officially deemed that Daniel Snyder, quote, permitted and participated in the team's long-term toxic workplace culture and obstructed a 14-month congressional inquiry looking into them. So they're saying he tampered with it. He tried to make it harder. Bruce Allen testified and said he had him spied on. He said he sent a memo to the other owners saying he wanted Goodell out and so many other things. Look, we knew this about Dan Snyder. We knew this for a long time about Dan Snyder. It's why the rumors about him selling the team have started so much. And guys like Jim Irsay have started going so critical of him nationally. But to get through a 14-month investigation and be like, yep, that guy sucks. He's done all this stuff on a 79-page report filed today. I'm not shocked by it. And yet still we find ourselves talking about Dan Snyder. NFL owners, I imagine, want him gone. Yeah, and if you're, we all know if you're a fan of the Commanders, you've been wanting that for a while, especially since right now your, your football team's playing pretty good. Football, yeah, they're, in the mix. they're in the mix. They just tied the Giants. They're on a bye week, and then they get the Giants uh, again. They've got a chance to, to be a, a legit wildcard team, and uh, the scenario is available to where you could see Washington wildcard team having to go to Tampa 
in the wild card round, which is what happened a couple years ago when Taylor Heineke almost beat Tom Brady in the Bucks. Like the whole thing can repeat itself. Very That's what's trending here on Cody and Gold. Of course, we'll hand off uh, the show to The Drive and CDOT coming up in about 20 minutes or so. So that's taking place. Uh, and again, reminder, later on tonight at 6 o'clock, players only, Dane and Hughes, Sean Barber, their show from 6 to 7, and then I'm on from uh, 7 to 8 for that betting show. Uh, Denny Hoskins, Senator Denny Hoskins, will join me tonight. For those of you on the Missouri side of the state line uh, wondering about sports wagering and how close is Missouri, we know the legislative session starts up uh, next month. There was a bill pre-filed uh, from Senator Hoskins. I have a chance uh, to catch up with him. You'll hear that conversation like, what needs to happen this go-around? What's the holdup uh, to where we could – Everybody could be happy. He was our enemy for a while last year, wasn't he? Come on, he was holding things up, wasn't he? That's a strong He was holding things up. Very powerful. is certainly one of the key players, and if this is going to pass, there's no question about that. No question. Back to the VLT stuff. Did you tell him we won it? I don't really care about those. I mean, he he obviously knows. I mean, I'm having him (laughs) on a betting show, so I think he knows. I Look, I I live on the the Kansas side. You know that. Uh, We work on the Kansas side, so we're all able to still wager. But I would love to be able to go to Arrowhead. I would love to be able to go to Coffin Stadium and at halftime of a game or at the end of the third quarter or third third inning – Make a wager from my phone or a kiosk. Yeah, I, that's something I I'd like to be able like. to live wager from my couch. Yeah, you can't do that yet. Yeah, you haven't had that experience. That, there's something about that. Just sitting at home on your couch, being able to pay. Nick says that's when he's made the most gambling. That's live bet, live betting, live is, betting, baby. Live betting is honestly is the, is the best part about everything. These books don't know what hit them. <laughs> Are you going to bankrupt them? Are you single handedly taking down the yeah. casino industry? FanDuel literally sent me an email this morning and said, "Please, is there anything we can do to like get you?" You know, what by the way, it's not even that. They'll just kick people off. I was going to say, you know what? What is true about that? Uh, for those people that are really actually winning too much money. They will limit your account. All the books are guilty of doing that. Um, they will limit your account if you're winning, quote unquote, too much money to where that, you know, if you were before making wagers of, you know, $1,000 or $100 and you were actually winning consistently, uh, they will limit you down in some cases to $20 wagers, $10 wagers. It's like a, that's like a real, that's a real thing that does happen. So that's always funny. That seems when, unfair. When any, I should be allowed says, to win as much money as I want so, from them. Uh, They're allowed to take as much right, of my money that's when yeah, yeah. as they want. This seems like an unfair balance. That, that unfortunately is, you're not wrong, but that is it's something they are allowed to do. But it definitely is something that they've been criticized for. Uh, multiple sports books have done that across the country. Because, yeah, they have no problem. You're right. They have no problem. You can lose. They have no problem with you losing a ton, but eventually you win too much. This happens at casinos all the time, right? It's coming pretty soon for you, Nick. So I guess make what you can while you can. You know? That's what's funny. It's like not this is not Nick, but just in general. Any t- if you meet somebody that claims that they're they always win and they're winning thousands and thousand dollars, like oh, but your 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 if their account has they're full of it is what I'm saying. Unless their account has also been limited usually, because if you're someone that's just consistently betting, they'll do that. Now that's why you can also in person wager too. You can. There's ways. There's ways to still do it. Not in Missouri yet. So hopefully we'll find out more about that on that betting That'll show. Be, uh, What's your confidence ranking? It'll happen this year. Um, I think it's in a. I truly think it's in a better spot than it's ever been. Part of it has to do with Kansas passing it, um, but they're back to the same kind of arguments, right? With the whether or not video lottery terminals are included, casinos don't want the video lottery terminals, of course, and so that's where everything's at. We'll talk about tonight, as you said, Cody. I know you'll be listening, man. I know you'll be, be listening right at seven o'clock tonight. Oh no, that's soccer practice time. Uh, you can you can podcast the show. That you know? that I could do, but I'll be I'll be firmly locked into uh, six and seven year olds practice soccer. Sounds outside. No, okay. they play indoor okay. this time of year. I was, like, was going to say. They play indoor. That sounds miserable outside. Indoor soccer this kind of year. This so 
you know, we don't want them getting sick. The Chiefs have the Broncos on Sunday. We know that. And you look at the rest of their schedule. They're going to be thinking of betting. They're double-digit favorites in some games. Look ahead lines. They're nine-and-a-half-point favorites in this game or uh, eight-point favorites in some other books. They are, the rest of the season, at least eight-point favorites in every game the rest of the way. They have one of the easiest schedules in football the rest of the way. We know what Buffalo has, both on the injury front and also with their schedule. This is why yesterday we talked about the number one seed conversation, how they, they to me, will still end up with the number one seed. But look at that. Like, that schedule, man, it's, it's right there for them. There's no excuse for a letdown game. Everything is still in front of you. You want to host another AFC championship game, right? You want to get the only buy in the AFC, right? Well, then go out there and win the rest of the games against teams you are significantly better than. Every single team remaining on the schedule has a fatal flaw remaining. For the Broncos, it is their inability to score on offense. We know that. Those are the next two games. We know that Seattle has had, all season long, one of the league's worst defenses consistently across the board. Maybe... Maybe at this point the Raiders don't have a fatal flaw, but they have not been very good on defense, and they have been around league average in offense. Even though they're playing some of their better football, and we'll see tonight, as they have pretty much, they have to win this game against the Rams or their playoff hopes are dead, so they won't even be they, playing anything. The Raiders probably have to win out, man. Yeah. yeah. And the Houston Texans are the single worst team in the NFL this season. They have a lot of fatal flaws. As a matter of fact, they're awful at every part of football. They're not good at any of it. They're not good at running, passing, defending the pass, defending the run, special teams, or anything in between. They're the worst team. So it's like when you when I lay it out like that, how do you and you are playing for the one seed, you know you can't slip up. If you want the one seed, you have to win out. It might not guarantee it for you still because Buffalo could still win out and beat you for it. Mm-hmm. But in order to get the one seed, there's no way you're losing one and still getting it, in my opinion. Yeah. The would, Bills I, are too good to be losing two games down the stretch. I would agree with that. And and also this is why I don't think you have truly I I'm not worried about the the the, the stereotypical conversation of like, is it a trap game and all that? I'm actually not because of what you just said. There is clearly a lot on the line, despite the opponents, for the next five weeks. It is all about the number one seed. Technically, they still haven't clinched the division. That's not a worry. They're going to do that. But that that's why I'm not worried about a week nine trap game or something from earlier in the season. Now it's clear. Like, you know what the playoff picture looks like. You know what you have to do. If you would have slipped, if you would have beat the Cincinnati Bengals, then you would have had maybe one game of margin of error. You don't have that. Now, I think there's probably still going to be a close call during this stretch. If they're fortunate to win all of them, that's all that matters. I can live but with that. There will probably be some close calls. I think we just know how this typically goes. One, it's the NFL. This isn't college football. We, we see so many one-possession games. It's very rare uh, that you have double-digit type of wins. There's only a handful of those uh, every couple weeks. So, you know, this week, it's the Broncos. We know how bad they've been on offense, but that defense is pretty legit. Like I think, I think there's a chance that we could be sitting heading into late in the third quarter on Sunday, even against Denver, and be like, and it's 17, "Man, why is, 10, why is 13, it only 10, a one yeah. possession?" Well, yeah, well, yeah, it's, you know, it's yeah, it's it's, it's twenty one to thirteen or it's twenty one ten, and you're like, they're just they're just kind of hanging around. Like I could see something like that playing out on Sunday. I just think that it's I know that there's like stand there's reasonable standards and there's unreasonable standards. We talk about a lot of this when, uh, like Nick made fun of us for choosing the Chiefs to lose to the Bills. Like, I can't believe you oh, picked yeah. them to lose. You're like, you're well, not true fans. Well, that's why. That's not true. Teams lose games. <laughs> they don't all go 17 and 0. In you fact, nobody goes 17 and 0. I'm not team. allowed to ever pick the Chiefs no. to lose a football game. Not if you want to be a real fan. If you want to be a voice of Kansas City sports. You spent two years on the show not even picking. <laughs> spent one year on the show not picking, <laughs> but it's because I was still getting acclimated. I was new. You wanted some what? An I, didn't understand, I didn't understand the process. Just choose who you think is going to win. 
Have we still? Chiefs so by a million every week. Every I was Sunday. gone the week when you guys were making your final predictions for what would take place in the Cincinnati game. Did you predict them to win that game? Yeah, I said thir- I said a three point game, but the Chiefs winning. Nick? Nick said the three point game as well. He had the same. He had the score of just the wrong teams. Yeah, I had twenty seven twenty four. He went with the same score as the title game, but he just we all picked the Chiefs on the show. But we all thought it was a three point. We did think it was a three point margin. Well, there's no reason yeah. to not think. Yeah. I mean, again. If you run into a close, I don't think the only one that I'm not going to excuse a close game with is the Texans. I know we can do the old NFL, a win's mm. a win. You could not play that team close. It would be eh, embarrassing. Just give me, I just want the damn wins. It's, it's embarrassing. I just want the wins. Against that team? I, will, I just want the wins. They have been I just want blown wins. out. I want wins more in my than quarterback. 10 points I, in more than I, half of their football games I, this year. The next, the, the, the rest of the regular season, I just want win in Mahomes and Kelsey to be healthy. That's that's all I need. That's all I need till the playoffs. Wins, no you losses. You don't care if they're all 10-7. Seven. Ma- You're good. I, truly, no, I, I don't. I'd be like, what the hell is going on? But I don't. Win, get the damn number one seed because hopefully the Bills slip up about the and offense. keep number 15 and 87 healthy, and I will be happy heading into the postseason. What well, about Chris Jones? 95, you want to sh- add him sure, to that mix? we can add him as well. Yep. Because I think if you're protecting like players for the Chiefs, yeah, I'd probably protect Chris Jones because mm-hmm. I don't want to. This is the Von Miller problem, but probably worse. Uh, yes. Could you imagine what <laughs> yes. the Chiefs pass rush would look like without Chris Jones? No, uh, thank you. It would, it would be we would be talking about them having to win playoff games. It's by not a reasonable say plus you have game. to win all your games. There's no excuse not to win all your games. I understand going into the season. The reason why we can't say that in week eight, we can't say win out. We can't say, hey, during this stretch of games in which you're beating four bad opponents, you got to go four and because sometimes you run into that, right? Like, hey, there's a four game stretch. The Chiefs could win all these games. And more often than not, you find yourself saying if they went to three and one, would I panic? No. But for the final games of this season. What you have on the line for the one seed and for your chances at a Super Bowl and all of those things. And these teams stink, except for Seattle, who I know doesn't, but is average. You have to win out the remainder of your schedule. The Seattle one probably scares me the most because they are at this point the team playing the best. I guess I should fear the Raiders a little bit. But the fact that Mahomes could still get through this season having never lost a road divisional game. Gives that, me a little less pause. That week 18 game, if the Chiefs had went, you know, it had continued to win heading into that game, and so had the Raiders, and it's, you know, we talked about this yesterday, and if it's the, the Raiders win and they're in the playoffs as a wild card, and the Chiefs win and they get the one seed, like it's, if that's a scenario, what a, what a huge game that would be. Uh, but that requires uh, both the Chiefs to continue winning, and it also requires the Raiders uh, more challengingly uh, finding a way to continue to win football games, and they'll try to start doing that tonight. Baker Mayfield's going to be active for the Rams tonight, Thursday night football, and there's a chance he starts depending on how warm-ups go against the Las Vegas Raiders. It's like two days ago. Is that That's not, what's crazy, Does that man. not seem like a bad idea? For a quarterback to, to – well, look, if the other guy's hurt, then they have no choice. That tells you how they feel, no, they can start Bryce, Bryce Perkins. Perkins. Yeah, but he can't throw. Well, Great I mean, story. we watched his game. Great story. He can't throw, man. They can can Baker? I think, what honestly, what they should do, go Baker – and go Bryce Perkins and have Perkins come in occasionally and give you a little bit more something to think about. If you're I saw Raiders somebody defense. suggest Wildcat with Cam Akers because he was a high school quarterback. They have to get creative right now. So Baker, was Kendall Hinton, Perkins, but it wasn't a good idea to get creative. Try to mix it up. Confuse the Raiders a little bit. Is this going to like this season right here? Is this going to make Sean McVay actually retire? You know, when he like flirted with it reportedly to me, this is the kind of season. Like, you know what? I did get that Super Bowl and. This roster is going to have no one left on it, and didn't I go broadcast for five years. Didn't, didn't come some back. broadcast company offer me like yeah. twenty five million dollars a year? You know what? I think I'm just going to do that. I don't yeah. remember what the number was, but he got offered reportedly a big dollar amount to go be you know an analyst for one of these teams. I think considering because the Rams feel like 
they have no chance to win a Super Bowl for the next five years combined, right? Of all the teams that should chip away their good assets to try to just, like, turn around the clock, it feels like them. Because they, they don't even have a first-round pick. They don't even have their first-round pick this year. It's straight to a different What's team. What's weird is that, that talking about the NFC West, like, there's nobody that you can sit here and tell me you think is going to just be the clear-cut team for the next five years in the NFC West. You can't tell, none of the teams fit that bill. No, I mean, I probably most – I'm probably most confident in the 49ers, and I don't even know they're starting know, but we, Exactly. We, like, two years from now, who the hell start, who, who's starting for them next year? You know, we, what, Trey, Trey Lance? I think it's Trey Lance. We think, yeah, exactly. Like, we think. We know who the starters in Arizona, but we don't know who their head coach for sure is next year, and you just don't trust that whole regime. D-Hop's not getting any younger. Like, just, and, they're, and then Seattle, as good as Geno's been, is that who they want to sign to a multi-year deal? Or they think they still need to go draft somebody? And then, Man, I would try to get – I think if I were them, I'd be like, do you know you took a two-year extension? For like you know twenty million a per, and then draft we'll draft still. some. That's what I would the do. Final word. Doesn't that feel like they're really safe? That's the Alex Smith play, man. Just let him be your starter for the next couple of years. You're having success, and then draft and Look, develop the next. Geno guy. Smith and Jimmy Garoppolo, if they if they just both hit the open market, free agents, they both would be the two most sought after quarterbacks, which is crazy, but it's true. Geno Smith, Geno Smith, and I Jimmy Garoppolo would yeah. get the two. Mo- I think you know, you're right. Most attention, I should say. Come there. We'll see how Thursday night football goes tonight. Raiders. In the LA Rams. C dot and the drive coming up next right here on 610 Sports Radio. This is Cody and Gold, brought to you by Gan Asphalt and Concrete. For asphalt, concrete, and parking lot maintenance, Gan Asphalt and Concrete. One contractor, all things parking lot. Trusted in Kansas City since 1994. Online at gannasphalt.com. Don't miss Royals first baseman slash NFL insider, Vinny Pasquantino. This football season with Cody and Gold. My Twitter is about to unload of football <laughs> tweets. First Jets game that I have free on Sunday. It's, it's go time. 610 Sports Radio. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.